everybody. My name is Alexis Derrickson and I'm the communications manager at the Red and Black. Today, I am super excited to bring you an alumni spotlight in a different format. Today, we are talking with Jordan Hill, a Red and Black Sports Desk alum, about his experience working here in college and where he is today as a professional sports reporter. We bring you this podcast interview right in the middle of our biggest fund- fundraising campaign of the year. Now until the end of the year, all donations made to the Red and Black will be doubled. So this is a not-so-subtle request to support our cause and all the students that come and go through the Red and Black. To find out ways to give, visit redandblack.com donate. Now let's get started with the interview. Jordan, my first question is, what were your newsroom positions and how long did you work at the Red and Black? So I was at the Red and Black, I think on the whole it was probably two years. When I started, I was a softball beat writer, uh, covered softball for a year, uh, left, went and interned with a couple of different outlets covering Georgia football, came back spring of 2016 and was a sports editor. So went through the spring. So that was a very interesting winter because that is when uh, Georgia football made a coaching change. So I was kind of covering Kirby Smart starting and them hiring a coaching staff. And it was, it was kind of a staff of like one or two as far as the red and black. I mean, everybody's kind of gone uh, before the new school semester. Uh, but had a lot of fun, met a whole lot of great people working here. And uh, it's one of the best things about being back in Athens is just getting to see uh, the other people that I worked with at the Red and Black who are still around, but also to to see people like you, Alexis, and, and all the other people, the people on the sports desk, uh, getting to see the students who come through. Uh, it's definitely very exciting to see. Yeah, a full circle moment for sure. <laughs> How did the Red and Black prepare you then for what you're doing today? A ton. Um, We talk about it all the time with some of the people that I graduated with. I I went through Grady College and I got a degree in journalism from UGA. And I I did learn quite a bit, but I mean, my experience at the Red and Black was far and beyond the best preparation for what I do on a daily basis. Um, We did so much. One, even back when I was covering softball, kind of learning what it's like to do that on a daily basis, coming up with story ideas, covering breaking news if there is any breaking news. Uh, and then being the sports editor, kind of doling out assignments and, you know, working against a deadline and things like that. Uh, there is no better preparation, in my opinion, than having worked at the Red and Black. And anytime that Grady brings me in, I'm sure they're not entirely thrilled, but I always tell the people, you know, you'll get good experience here, uh, but it's nothing like working at the Red and Black. It, it was super helpful. And uh, I definitely wouldn't be where I am today without the Red and Black. That's great to hear. Um, now that you're working full-time, post-grad, it, you chose the route of staying in Athens. And so I wanted to ask you more about that. What has it been like moving back to Athens as a professional instead of as a student? It's funny. There was, I guess, five or six years that I was gone after I graduated. I lived in Columbus, Georgia, and Auburn, Alabama. I'd been gone for a little bit. Uh, so to come back, it, it's really interesting. There's so much that has changed about Athens. A bunch of which my favorite restaurants aren't around anymore, a lot of new restaurants, but um, it's very neat, especially in my job covering Georgia football. A lot of familiar faces, a lot of people that were either younger than me in school that have uh, stuck around, a few people that I was in college with that are still here, and uh, some of the people that have been covering Georgia uh, when I was in college, even before then, that are still here. So it's a nice mix of a lot of stuff has changed. Uh, Definitely being post-grad and seeing Athens, it's a little different, uh, but it's still really awesome. And 
it's definitely been uh, a blessing to come back and, and get to uh, call Athens home again. And one of the biggest parts of Athens is, of course, UGA sports, which, especially in the last two years, have been followed particularly closely. Um, I wanted to ask, how do you continue to find those unique angles in your coverage not being done by other reporters when there's such a spotlight on UGA sports? I think the biggest thing is trying to take a step back and just think about what you would want to read if you were a reader, if you were a fan. And uh, again, I go back to my time with Red and Black. Like I had a lot of great people that I worked with, uh, Nick Suss, Sarah Spencer, Emily Giambalvo, Connor Riley, um, a ton of people I could list. But um, they really stress being creative and, and being able to think outside the box. And it's really helpful uh, when you're covering a team that's won back-to-back national championships. There's always something going on. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, Georgia had their bye week in football, and I thought, oh, you know, that this might be a break, and, and it very much was not. Um, so it's it's just always good uh, to try to think like a fan, think about what a fan would want to read, um, then pursue those stories and try to do the best you can with them. Sounds like a great strategy to me. Um, coaches and players, this is also kind of going off of that. They nowadays seem to be very highly trained to interact with the media, something that's more new to the journalism industry. What are your strategies in that sense of forming relationships with these players and coaches and getting beyond that media barrier to get the most genuine responses? I think you kind of hit on it, Alexis, is just being genuine and always trying to be straightforward um, when you're talking to people. I'm the kind of person that, you know, sometimes you are going to have to ask serious questions, but, you know, try to be a little lighthearted when you're talking to people and and try to find the fun in what we do, because at the end of the day, I I get paid to to watch football for a living. It's, you know, a lot lot of things that are a lot tougher than that. Um, But also something that I've always tried to keep in mind when I'm asking a question, especially if I think it's kind of a tougher question, is to think about it from their perspective. You know, how do I need to word this to try to you know, how would I answer this question if I were them? And so I always am try to, trying to be really deliberate about what I'm asking, what I'm trying to get out of a, an interaction. But I think more than anything, it's just being genuine with someone and, and um, you know, kind of whatever intentions you have with a question, trying to make that very clear. Okay. In a more broader sense, do you have a favorite moment thus far in your sports writing career? Uh, there's been a bunch of them. I think some of my favorite ones would have to be probably when I was a high school reporter because those kids are so excited to get any coverage. Uh, I can remember being at a game in Phoenix City, Alabama, and talking to a running back, and I you know, kind of told him what his stats were. He'd had a big game, and like he just lit up. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. Um, and getting to cover high school state champions when kids win championships, it just means so much to those kids for everything they've done. I uh, was very lucky in that I've had a chance to do that quite a bit. And then I'd have to throw in covering a national championship last year. Uh, I wasn't on the beat when they won it in the 2021 season. I uh, always dreamed of being able to cover a national championship period. But to do that, covering my alma mater, to get to see them have that success uh, it was very special, and it's uh, it's one of those memories and one of those moments I, I try to make sure I don't take for granted because a lot of people um, don't get an opportunity like that. Very special. Um, I One last question I have is what advice do you have for students at the Red and Black today, maybe looking back to where you were when you were in our shoes a few years ago? I think the biggest thing is just always say yes when it comes to assignments, when it comes to story ideas, even if it's something that you don't know anything about. Um, always be willing to go do it. 
Um, it's funny when you do this and especially being removed a few years later, you learn how important these reps are. And, you know, I can think about stories that I wrote when I was here that I was super proud of. And then you kind of get removed a few years later and you look and you're like, oh, I could have done a lot better than that. But the only way you get better in a job like this is by doing it over and over. And you see the mistakes you made and you see the ways you can get better. Um, I, I always stress to people to write as much as you can, even if it's something that doesn't get published. Um, just getting those reps on a daily or near daily basis. If this is something you really want to do, it's it's going to be super crucial in your development. Is there anything else that you'd like to add that we haven't covered that you think would be important for listeners to know? I don't think so. I mean, I think my biggest thing is I appreciate you all and, and what you guys do. It's it's so much fun, again, to, to see the generations that come after us and, and the people before us. Um, there's so much support for the Red and Black, and I appreciate that. And I always am appreciative of everything it gave me and always willing to come back and always willing to help out in any way I can. Well, we appreciate you as well and are so grateful for our continued alumni connections with people like yourself. Um, so just wanted to say thank you and thank you to the listeners of this podcast version of the Alumni Spotlight. I'm Alexis Erickson. To read our other alumni spotlights, go to redandblack.com alumni. And to all our supporters and other Red and Black alumni, make sure you're keeping in touch with all things Red and Black on social media at Red and Black Alumni. And finally, a reminder that now until December 31st, your donations can have double the impact, but you've got to give before 2024. Visit redandblack.com donate. Thank you for listening.